What is up, guys? Hi. What's up, everybody? I'm here with my co-host, Blue. It is a beautiful day. I need to have like an intro noise, like vroom, like bullet. Like a car? Because I'm, well, I'm like blue, blue, bullet. blue bullet, so it needs to be like, or it could be like crack pop. You, know, you are getting way too into this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can, yeah, like a beatbox. Yeah, like we something. need to like, I need to have like a you challenge sound and you need to have like a reply sound. What is that? Like where I make a sound, but then you make a sound to reply back. Oh, like is this like Morse code type when we're talking? Kind of. Is this what you do over the radio? Maybe. Um, more like, so if you're trying to like. like yeah. Verify. That means like go forward yeah, five if, steps. Yeah. Is this you, what we're talking about? <laughs> if you want to like verify who you're talking to. Oh. Yeah. So yours would be like a bullet, like whoosh, or like, I don't know, what's a bullet I mean, make? Yeah. I mean, a gun, like gunshot. And then whenever a bullet passes over, it makes a snap noise. So. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't oh know my God. Everybody just we're turned off their podcast. This. We're going to work on what this. What is up, guys? Um, really good to have you guys on here. Today, I ran uh, to American Brew, which is where we're currently recording the podcast uh, from our house. Got some miles in with the doggos. Blue was here. I actually put him to work. He's working on some things around uh, around American Brew for us on the honeydew list. So, how are you today? I'm doing good. All of a sudden, I got to put my electrician hat on. Oh, and um, why? Well, I got to figure out the lights outside. Oh, yeah. We're doing like some security lighting stuff outside. Yeah. And then uh, I got those those heater heater lamp yep. things I got to put together. Mm-hmm. So carpent, carpentry. Now, I'm, be, I'm just going to be a contractor. We should just call you Bob the Builder. Bob, Bob Blue the Builder. <laughs> yeah, Blue the Builder. So today is a great day. I actually just poured Blue Love's uh, rye, rye whiskey. Sorry. Rye whiskeys. And this is how I kind of bribe him to come up here with me. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. I have you a thing of a uh, rye whiskey waiting and uh, on a hot set. So let's go. Um, but yeah, it's good. How Between the rye whiskey and the espresso, I mean, and the view is not too bad up here. So. Aww. You're looking over. But um, yeah. So today, mm-hmm. gonna cover some a little more deeper stuff. Um, we had some some interesting things kind of happen last week, and are we gonna talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, we should talk about that. You know, it's all about adding value to people's lives. And, <laughs> well, I don't. And Ashley Horner went dark last week. And I'm sure the people. What, is that, what does that mean? Go dark. Um, silent would mm. probably be another good word. Going dark, ghosting, silence. No, when you ghost somebody, you just disappear and you don't text them back. Well, I guess well, technically that basically. You ghosted the social media. Yeah. So for the first time ever. So what happened? What's so what happened in Ashley's world that caused her to ghost ghost everybody? Well, it wasn't that I was like wanting to ghost everybody. I, um, I turned off my phone. I actually put it on airplane mode. So I turned off my phone and I shut off my computer. But with the intentions of what? 
I don't really know like what my intentions were. I just, something just happened in my mind where I just needed like a break from all of it. This was the first time ever. I, I had turned, I don't know. Do you remember like several years ago when we went up to a cabin for Christmas and I think I turned off my stuff for like a day. Was that up to, um, it was like up in West, West Virginia or snowshoe or something. I don't, I don't, I don't know. The kids yeah. were like really young, but I was up during the holiday and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like turn my phone off for a day. Um, Anyways, and that ended up being like, I turned it back on and I was just like, wow, well, I didn't have like a team of people really at the time. I think maybe I had like one person working for me. Um, so that was, that was, that one was like kind of planned. This, I literally just, I wanted to throw my phone. I started noticing. Yeah, yeah. So, so here, what? Should we back so, up? Yeah, let's just, so. What happened really quick, and then tell us what led up to what happened. So, so I basically turned every everything off. I reached out to the night, the following day. I did end up um, either texting from your phone or emailing and letting my assistant know that I turned everything off and basically to cancel my day, cancel my day. It was like in the morning. I was like, cancel my day today and cancel it tomorrow. So I ended up, I ended up going dark for three and a half days. Um, yeah. And like I had never, I had never done that before, especially like without warning or like because I had a lot of meetings set up. I had like podcasts yeah, you had, scheduled. You had a full schedule. I had planned. full schedules. Yeah. I don't know. So what? So I, now, what led you? to make that choice or that decision? Like what, what happened? Um, I just started noticing that I don't like to say the word like mentally. Cause I feel like, I don't know. You're mentally but, a very strong individual. Yeah. Let's just clarify that with all the hard things you have done and gone through. Yeah. You have, you're mentally one of the strongest people mm. I know. Mm. But with that being said, you know, I think this is a good thing for people to understand that not everybody's invincible, but mm -hmm. with the sense that you're not invincible, but you knew something was wrong. Yeah. I knew something like, that's weird because it's really hard for me to say something was wrong mentally because it's honestly, it's like really hard for me to like say that sentence. Something was wrong mentally because it wasn't even, it's weird because I could tell you that, I mean, you've definitely have seen me overwhelmed. That's why I carry around like 10 notebooks and I have lists all the time, like just, you know, stuff that I want to do or like get done. I don't really know. I just was all of a sudden I got so frustrated and I got really, really, really angry really angry. And I remember it was when I was working out and I sat down on the turf and I was trying to figure out or understand 
why I felt the way that I felt. Like I was so mad and I couldn't pinpoint where the aggression or the anger was really stemming from. I just knew that I was really mad and irrationally I was thinking that basically that like that I was done, that I wanted to just, that I was literally going to fire everybody, turn off everything and just quit. Like quit everything. I don't know, like go live in the woods or like have like a Christmas tree farm or something. I don't know. It was, and whenever I caught myself like thinking that, feeling like that I just like want to, like that I just wanted to quit, I grabbed my phone, I put it on airplane mode and, and then that was it. In fact, I don't even, I didn't even tell you to like later that day. I was like, Hey, I was like, I just want you to know that I turned everything off. So if anybody's like looking, looking for me. Yeah, I could definitely. So me, we were working out, um, in the same proximity that day. We weren't working out together because you were on another level and I could definitely tell you were, you were fighting something. Mm. I mean, you were sitting on the turf and it looked like there was a a deep internal battle happening. It was very obvious that something was just not quite right. Um, but then, yeah, later you told me that you turned everything off and I was like, oh, well, that must have been what the what was happening mm. um, there in the gym. But um, moving forward from that, I guess, do you have like what what triggered it? What 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 caused this this anger to come about? What? Mm, I don't know. Don't know. I I think that um, I don't like to say that I really get overwhelmed because I. I oh I I have always dealt with uh stress really well. I've dealt with uh I I I I function really well when things are chaotic. And so at least I have in the past. And I think that it just right now maybe it's because the holidays are here too and we are there's a lot of moving parts right now. Um rebranding a business we're rebranding Valkyrie turning it to IMV which is that's a lot of really cool things happening um growing a lot of businesses um I I think that sometimes I feel like I get pulled in so many different directions that I get frustrated when my day is spent putting out fires all day long and not able to do what it is that I do best, which is create and build. Or to do what you love. Yes. Which is to create and build. Yeah. And so it's really interesting. And I do think it's important that we talk about this because, um, it was definitely I don't know why it's so hard for me to say this, like a mental health thing, because I feel like I don't really fall under that category. I don't know. Is that? It's, it's not a, it's not necessarily like a, it shouldn't be labeled as like a bad thing. It should be, 
labeled in the sense that you're conscious of your mental health, that there was something going on. Or that, like, but, what, that wasn't right. Mm-hmm. But you were able to kind of see that happening, and you were able to take steps to help your mental health. Yeah, so I just... So what, were, like, so, yeah, so what were some of the things after you shut it off? Like, what what did you do to try and resolve? I, I could list off a couple of things I saw you do. What? I immediately saw you start taking notes and journaling. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's right. I... Whenever, like, I love, love writing. I love writing and I love storytelling. And I think that I, whenever I turned everything off, I just started, I just started journaling stuff and like writing. I started uh, creating and imagining again in my mind. And I think that um, social media is such a funny thing because I, it's like those of you who are who are wanting to be like social media influencers. I mean, granted, I don't even like that word social media influencer. I think it's kind of weird, but whatever. That is that is a thing and I do fall into that category. But being a social media influencer is one thing. Being a social media influencer having 3-4 businesses um the kids like I think that it's not I would never change what I have for anything. I absolutely love it all. It's challenging. I can be creative. I can mold things. I can uh, develop things. I can, um, you know, being your own boss, I would never change that for the world. However, those of you who are wanting to get into this world of owning businesses, being an entrepreneur, being a social media influencer, you better be ready. You better be ready because as it is so incredibly rewarding, but there are a lot of things that happened that happen uh, that people like don't see or they don't realize like the hard things that you have to go through to get to where you are today. They don't get to see behind the curtain. They just get to see what's right in front of them. Yeah. Uh huh. And so, yeah, that was something. Um, something that I wrote a couple days ago, and again, it was like it was almost like there was just so much noise. I felt like I was putting out all of these fires, and then I was on this treadmill going nowhere. And I was finishing a day, and. I didn't feel like I had anything to, I didn't feel like I had anything to show that I accomplished for that day again, but that goes back to me because this is something that I am trying to work on is I don't have very good time management expectations. So if you look at my list, expectations, expectations, I, I feel like I do pretty good at like time management. I don't have good um, expectations on <clears throat> how long it takes me to get something done. Like if you look at my list, guys, of like the things that I want to do during the day and like, I mean, it's so ridiculously long. I don't realize, I don't, I, I feel like I have like 50 hours in my day when realistically that by the time the kids go to school, 
And which I'm really selfish with that time. I love to be there when they go to school. Um, sometimes I'll take off early if Blue is home and I'll, you know, get started on my day early. But, uh, you know, first thing that I do when I wake up, I have that quiet time, but then I get right to work before the kids even wake up. And then the next time is, you know, after that, that little gap of time is dedicated to the boys making them breakfast and getting them off to school because I find so much delight and joy in that. I love seeing them off to school. But by the time the last one leaves for school for the day and the first one comes home, I mean, I'm my margin time for work is it's very, very short. Yeah, it's like four, five hours. It's like five hours. Yeah. And then you put in like my obligations to train on top of that. My, you know, my time spent, like, when is my time that I can just sit down and write and create and, um, something I'm going to read this. Um, so this is something that I wrote. Um, it was a couple days ago whenever I wrote this, um, I stared into the familiar eyes of a broken and defeated soul, an echo of emptiness. I scaled the valley so low with hunger, searching for the source of light supplied from above. And even lower I would travel through the hollow path to get to the other side, through a sentiment so deep far beneath the sunrise. Where I'm called, I stop at nothing. Within the shadows are my enemies, but their presence no longer vanquishes my passageway. My heart is my center, faith is my focus, and discipline is my vanguard. My foundation is sewn together with love and compassion, my roots with grace and conviction. I continue my search, stay connected with my foundations, and fulfill my purpose. For in the presence of a vast, hollow echo, the tiniest specks of light are seen and felt. Wow. So what does that mean? Or why did you write that? Why did you feel compelled to write that? Because, you know, going back to, because I just, I felt like then this is going back to kind of like why I went dark is it's so easy to like lose touch with who you are. And what that is saying right there is for a while. And I mean, maybe it's part of, most of 2021 that at the root of who I am and what I do is, and what truly, truly fulfills me is doing things for the greater good and doing something that's doing something and being a part of something that's bigger than myself. I mean, we've talked about this whenever I go back and I talk about like, for me, like what, what in my career has defined success. It's been being able to use, my platform, being able to use my physical abilities to change the lives of others through, you know, charity work, through like nonprofit stuff. And I think that um, it's really easy to lose your way and to allow others to take your paintbrushes and to paint your canvas and to like to lose control of how you wake up and like where your path and direction is going. And so basically in this, I, what I, what I felt whenever I was like writing this is that, um, I was looking in, into the mirror and it was like, I didn't recognize really who I was or like what my purpose was anymore. Um, and it's interesting because there are a lot of different facets and stuff that I do and that I love to do them all. Um, but you know, getting back to the, 
to the root and who I am and like what truly sets my soul on fire. And it's doing like these physical challenges and things um, and being able to give back with love and, and conviction to, to others. And so I think that, uh, I mean, our lives are like really busy. You know this. I mean, we wake up and it's crazy. It's so crazy every single day and that you, we have to like make the time. And I think that, uh, I talk about like making yourself like a priority. Um, but it has to be, it has to be very, very intentional and it can't be like, Oh, like I'm going to do this today because it's like a reward and, you know, go do something, spend time on yourself or, you know, go off and do something. You have to actually like, you have to figure out what that is to where you can go and work on yourself and have that time to recenter your focus. And it's not the same for everybody. I mean, yours is probably working on stuff and. Yeah. Sometimes doing mindless um, work kind of mm-hmm. helps rejuvenate the soul, you know, cutting the grass, chopping wood. Yeah. I, I love all that stuff. I love all that stuff. And, but at the same time, it's like anytime that I've done that stuff and like, I love cleaning the house and we have a lady who's, she's been helping us like clean our house for the past, like several, several years. I absolutely like love cleaning the house, but we have to, you have to, again, then I go back to like, well, I could spend like four hours cleaning the house or like a couple hours every day. And I love doing that. And you're right. It might be like good for like my mental health of like cleaning, but then am I not getting to like my work? And then it's, it's just, it's really bizarre because it's this weird balance. Um, anyways, I, um, anything else that you want to say to that? I, I mean, you, you unpacked a lot of things there. Um, I think some of the key highlighted points was or the main one that stuck out in my mind from what you just said was the painter, um, analogy is, you know, don't be the, don't be the painter. Don't be the, um, creative person that copies another person's painting. You have the paintbrush, you have the white canvas, make your own. Yeah. But I think it's really easy to allow, you can't allow anybody else to take your paintbrushes and to paint your canvas. And I think that it's so, it's so interesting too. I I don't know why I'm just kind of thinking of this, but when you're a kid, and you're handed a white canvas and a paintbrush. It is so incredible to watch little kids paint or draw because they have no skewed views. They have no, they have no, nothing to base it off or of like anything. To hold them back, yeah. They're just free. Mm-hmm. Their minds are free. They're so creative, and it's it's so exciting to see what they create. Um, I guess I I would say what it sounds like you're saying is to encourage other people to, to get back to that, to get back to having that creative creativity yourself. Don't take somebody else's templates, somebody else's steps, like figure it out yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting and we could go on and on about this, but I think that, um, and this is something whenever I, I like kind of went dark for a couple of days, which I'll talk about, I'll talk about the after effects of all this in a second, but um, one of the things that I really sat down, I started asking myself a lot of questions. I asked myself, like, why why did I feel the way that I, I felt trying to get to the root of what that was, really trying to identify 
and find clarity in my mind of like why I felt the way that I felt. Why did I feel so angry? Why did I just want to like legitimately like ghost everything? And one of the questions that came up when I started asking myself these hard questions is when did I stop dreaming? And to your point and kind of going back to like using the analogy of like a child, whenever we're children, we dream, we dream and we create and we want to be this and we want to be that. And there's absolutely nothing holding us back from dreaming and creating, um, worlds and, you know, just crazy things. And something happens through like adolescence. And I would definitely say, I know for a fact that like compared to the regular person, my, I don't know if I told you this, like my mom went and had tests done on me whenever I was probably around like trips age, like 13, 14. I went down to this institution in Texas and I don't know if this is like a real thing, but they, um, I have, it's what it's called. It's called like ideaphoria. I don't even know if that's a real thing and like we could look it up, but basically maybe they're just saying that to me so I could understand it. But I have like, if you take somebody like for you and like the amount of like ideas and thoughts that go through your head in the, in the course of a day, I have like triple the amount of like ideas and thoughts and things creatively that come through my mind within a course of a day. Wow. No, it was I've like never, a whole two days of, of like testing and that really? may not be like the actual term for it. And I think that, you know, I, I definitely deal with, uh, some like ADD stuff, but I feel like everybody kind of deals with All that kids. nowadays. Yeah. Everything is like, but for me, it's like, I have like so many things like always pulling me in every single direction. Like it's hard kind of going back to like one of the reasons why I was frustrated is because I felt like I wasn't able to just sit down and focus on one thing. I, I was constantly having to go around and like put out all these fires when, whenever, like at the, like what I, it was almost just like, I, I just snapped. Like I just wanted to, I just wanted to be left alone. I didn't want anybody to talk to me, but you know, aside from like, I, I went dark on social media, like any, basically anything electronic but I was very much working every day. I was still working. Oh, yeah. Yes. I was still working. I was at the print shop working with Troy. Um, I was still, like, doing some content stuff. Um, but what what kind of made me... I don't know how long I honestly would have just kind of stayed off and been dark. If I if I had a say in it, I probably, it probably would have been nice to go for, like, an entire week. But um, I just started, like, my team like really really started like kind of freaking out and like worrying about me yeah so now we've kind of identified and saw what happened so what was the aftermath of you ghosting social media what was the aftermath of like your team yeah and everything and, um and also how do we combat this to potentially not have it happen again I felt like I had it under control and everything was fine. And that I guess I just assumed like people would understand. And that in my mind, in my mind, I was like, I have never done this. And I was like, I just need to get off and turn everything off. I just, I just felt like everybody would just understand and like kind of give me space and, you know, but I realized after a couple of days went by and everybody was just kind of like freaking out and like calling each other and being like, is she okay? Or like, what's going on? Then I started having, like crazy anxiety being like, guys, I'm fine. I just like need a break. But again, like I couldn't communicate that 
um, you know, they were calling blue and being like, yo, like what's wrong? Like where everybody, like everybody's like, you know, like freaking out. Like my mom was calling you and it kind of like, <laughs> I don't want to say defeated, like what, like the whole purpose of all of it, but well, I, yeah, that was, that was difficult too. Cause I mean, we were still kind of trying to figure everything out too. I didn't understand what fully was happening or I didn't grasp it in the moment of what was going on until probably a couple of days after when I started like hearing your, your journaling and your, and your stories. And I was like, Oh, she, like, it sounds a lot like of just some things that she was going through. Yeah. She was battling, but, um, yeah, the team, well, yeah, I know it's just like, just cause like they care or whatever, but yeah, the team, um, and it just shows too. I mean, it, it, it is like anxiety on your part, but it shows you how much, well, yeah, like, because I didn't want anybody to like worry about me cause I was fine. Exactly. I just needed like some time, but, but yeah. it's a testament to your team too. Cause they truly care about you. I mean, yeah. if there was, if there was, if there was a, a boss of mine who I didn't give two, two shits about, I would not hit up yeah. his significant other. I would not yeah. hit up, you know, anybody else I was working with. I would just be like, oh, it's he's just another turd. And, mm -hmm. you know, he'll come back whenever he comes back. Yeah. But it's a testament to your team because they care about you and you guys have formed such a, a good group of workers and you guys rely on one another. And they, they were just honestly, truly concerned for you. Yeah, I know. And I, I definitely, like, appreciated that. I just, and then, you know, and like in, in terms of like in the future, I mean, I can honestly say like, I don't ever think it's going to happen again, but I also don't think that it's fair for me for, you know, if we could talk about like mental health, right. I don't think that was just kind of like my first ever like episode. I don't think like it's fair to say to like have it planned out because I don't think that, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to happen again. I guess it, it could happen again, but I just like, I just needed a break from everything. And, um, I absolutely love what I do. I love working. I love every aspect of my life. I just, I just snapped and I needed a, a break. And I think that it's hard to forecast if or like when that would ever happen again, because I can't, I can't say like, okay, like next Thursday, I'm going to turn everything off to take like a mental break because then it's like, I'm like, I may not need it. And I may be like, well, this really sucks because I really want to like, I have all these like things that I want to work on right now, but I told myself I'm getting a mental break. And then, you know, it's like this weird, like mind game with yourself. And so, um, I do think like if it were to happen again, I think that, um, well, giving you the proper tools that you need to reach out to everybody yes. to be like, Hey, she's just going to take a couple days off, send it my way and I'll handle it or just pause everything. It's what we call an EAP, an emergency action plan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, no, but this Ashley's is- Ashley's gone yeah. off the deep end. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I don't, I don't think this is something that you truly like can plan for, yeah. but you just, you set things in place mm. for when it does happen that it can be handled appropriately. Mm. Like we said, this is the first time this has ever happened. 
I didn't understand what was going on. We had plenty of other things that I was trying to take care of in my world mm-hmm. and with our with our family and everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't fully grasp what was happening. Now moving forward, we've experienced this. We kind of know, we kind of have set that expectation, you know, in the event, highly unlikely it's ever going to happen again. If it does, how we handle it moving yeah. forward. Well, I, th- I think too that like, it kind of goes back to where you have to kind of like audit your day to day and figure out like what, like what, what extra baggage do you have that you're carrying around with you that you can get rid of? Or maybe, uh, or maybe you need more help. Like maybe you need to grow your team. Um, or maybe your team needs more direction. Um, you know, instead of like me, like why, like maybe there's things that I'm trying to put out fires with during the day or through the course of the week that maybe needs to be communicated with my team to give them more direction on how they handle the problems and, and clarity on like what to do in certain situations. Yeah. And you know, what was pretty, pretty awesome at the end of the day What is when you came, when you, when you got done ghosting everybody, What nothing really was affected. Nothing really changed. And I think that's compliments to the system and the team that you have built. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's to the listeners, I would say it's okay if you're experiencing these things, you know, do what you need to do to get yourself right. Because mm-hmm. ultimately that's what's important. I'm not saying every time you feel like there's a hardship that you should, you know, take a break. No, no. You need to fight through things. Yeah. You need to have mental fortitude. Yeah. However, somebody who like yourself, who is very experienced in mental health and like fighting through through, things to take the time to be like, Hey, I just need to do this in order to get myself Mm re-centered. I think that says something about you. Mm -hmm. So. Thanks. Yeah. I, um, it is, I mean, this is especially, I got, I'm kind of like going back to the holidays again because it is during the holidays and, um, people put a lot of pressure on themselves and I am definitely a perfectionist in a lot of ways. And I think that it's all about, and I, I also like, I hate, I'm using a lot of words and saying a lot of things that I don't like. I don't like saying like me, like mentally, I don't like saying, I don't like balance because I, you know, there's like really no set balance to anything. Um, chaos is balance. (laughs) (laughs) That is. Yeah. Chaos equals balance to me, but, um, you do have to recognize that and, um, don't be afraid. Something that blues like really trying to work with me on is that I do have for myself, I have this stigma that like I'm invincible and that I don't ever need help and that there's nothing wrong with me. And that, um, I'm fine and that I'm strong and that I can get through anything. But at the end of the day, like kind of like exactly how you opened this up is that I am a human. And as much as I love what I do, as much as I love my businesses, I love my team, my staff, my partners. um, Everybody has a breaking point. And 
it's recognizing that and being okay with knowing that you don't have to wake up every single day and be a superhero. Yep. You are human. We understand that. But it doesn't give anybody the excuse to feel sorry for themselves. It doesn't give anybody the excuse to not work hard because all of a sudden things are hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, it just goes back to my point. Those of people who are like wanting to, people who are wanting to like be a social media influencer, people who are wanting to have businesses, people who are wanting to like, People don't step on yeah. that side. People don't see everything you have to grind yeah, through. I'm, I'm just going to be real. Like it's fucking hard. Yeah. It is worth it all, but it is hard. And, uh, yeah, you and have to go into it with the mindset that there are going to be days that you're going to get your butt kicked. It doesn't mean that you can quit or give up. Because you have to have the mental fortitude to press onward. Yeah, and I would say you are being very, very vulnerable about this right now. And I would say, everybody listening, don't take this vulnerability as a crutch, like her crutch or anything. I was just saying, am I being vulnerable? Because I don't like being vulnerable. You are being vulnerable <laughs> right now. You're showing a side that not everybody, not yeah, everybody doesn't get to see. Yeah. And I would just say to everybody listening that do not take this vulnerability as a as a sign of weakness because mm -hmm. you are far from weak. Thank you. You're, you are a force to be reckoned with and people don't see that. So don't come and rattle my cage. Yeah. Because you don't want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a great way to, to end this with. Yeah. So, so just kind of like, you know, in, in retrospect, guys, just know that like everybody has their breaking point and it's okay to feel like that, you know, like you, that you have days that you just can't or that you want to take a step back, but it's, that's not an excuse for not pushing forward and, and pushing through the hard times and, and having that resilience to, uh, to pressure. Um, and you know, through this, something that I learned is that I, I just, I really had to I had to do like a big reset and a refocus. And I do spend time every day, like kind of like recentering and, and refocus, but I really, I needed to go a little bit deeper than what I was able to do, like within 30 minutes during a day, or, you know, I had to, I had to do some super deep, like soul searching and, um, don't be afraid of, uh, of taking a step back and don't be afraid of, of doing things that are extremely, extremely hard. You just have to be prepared for them. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. And Thanks for joining us on today's reborn podcast. Um, I think yeah. that's all we have. I feel like we ended that like kind of super dark or no. Well, this was a, this was a deep subject. Sometimes everything's not all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> that is true. But Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, people of the internet, for oh. listening. If you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Um, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you. I appreciate this being a platform that I can come on and like kind of share things like this. And I really hope that um, if this is you, you want to know, I just want to like add this as we're closing out. But one thing that I want to add to this is that uh, I had people on my social media like even though I was off of social media for like two or three days, 
reach out to me and ask me like if any, if everything was okay. And that just like really, really meant a lot. It really, truly meant a lot that people like, you know, because again, like I, my whole existence of like the social media world, like I've never taken a day off. And like for the first time it was just like, and it, it just meant a lot to me, like you guys reaching out and being like, are you okay? And I am okay. And I'm better for it. So, um, that is all we have today. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the Reborn Podcast. If you have not liked or subscribed, make sure you do that. And um, thank you uh, for all the love and thank you for all the feedback and sharing the podcasts. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Later. Later.